0: Would you like to live a healthier, happier, and more fulfilled life? Cultures from all over our planet have been addressing that concern for thousands of years, and their answers can help you in your life today. Join anthropologist and healer Robert Vetter as he introduces you to cultures of health and healing. Get ready now to try out some healing beliefs and practices from far and wide. Here's the host of your show, Robert Vetter.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm happy to be back with my dear friend, Oscar Miroque Sada, who is here today to tell us a little bit more about the, the things that he's up to today. What's, what his life is like right now, what the projects are that he's involved with. And, and of course, a little more about background about Heart of the Healer, his organization. So Oscar, welcome back. I can't wait to hear what you've got for our next chapter.
0: Hatunyu Shulpaiki Waikicha Roberto Vetter. Tons of thank you and gratitude to you for opening up the space again for us to, uh, to dance and share some insights in service of your listening audience. Um, my life today, hmm, well, my life today is in the eternal now, uh, in the Kaipacha. This is uh, an understanding, as you well know, in, in Native traditions, we have a cyclical view of, of life. There's no linearity. So therefore, um, what is going on at present in my life is a blessing of perfection, and that brings everything that was perceived as the past and everything that could unfold as the future into this current moment. And this current moment is about seeing, although the audience can't see your beautiful face on the screen and knowing how much I love you. My current life is based on that, teaching love by the way I live. And that is one of the key um, axioms of Pachacuti Mesa tradition, shamanism, and the purpose of the heart of the healer as a global organization dedicated to the revitalization of sacred trust between humankind and the natural world through shamanic practice okay the heart of the healer t-h-o-t-h thoth the thrice great hermes Trismegistus, and it also means t trusting soul h honoring spirit o Opening heart T, transforming mind H healing body. The way that the Heart of the Healer emerged as a as a vehicle or a, a pathway for the Pachakuti Mesa tradition of cross cultural shamanism to be disseminated in the world was based on the understanding that it is first by the soul remembers R E hyphen M E M B E R S comes back into unity, okay? Then spirit inspires, mind awakens, heart leaps, body follows. But it all begins with soul. Shamanism is a path of soul, of, of conscious relationship with the sentience and, and, and living intelligence within everything that is in the phenomenal universe, be it a subatomic particle, be it a stone relative, a plant relative, an animal relative, a human relative, or a trans-dimensional being that has come from x region of the cosmos, they are all our relations. They are all sentient. They are all aware. So my life right now as the founder of the Heart of the Healer is to be an example of that um, multidimensional capacity to expand what it means to be human on this planet beyond just survival, beyond just feeding ourselves, housing ourselves, clothing ourselves, but in terms of service, in terms of selfless presence in the lives of all our relations, human and other. That's what we're about in terms of the Heart of the Healer. And it's a venue through which the apprenticeships in Pachakuti Mesa Shamanic Arts are offered through a cadre of extraordinary teachers that I've sanctioned myself. We are also in the past when we were a not-for-profit or involved in various um, initiatives in terms of regenerative living on planet Earth, including managing thousands of acres of virgin rainforest in Peru Creating a a a ceremonial center there, helping the um, uh, the indigenous peoples of Peru and the United States with various uh, uh, tribally sustaining uh, supports that we received, putting on international gatherings that invited healers and teachers from all over the world to participate, et cetera, et cetera. Right now, it is a the primary. uh, convergence ground for the Pachacuti Mesa tradition global family to have a voice and to, um, and to serve our planet in its next quantum evolutionary step from Homo sapiens to Homo galacticus to Homo galactus and to becoming members of our star nations and all that in healing service to the environment and to those who have forgotten that they are whole and are seeking a return to that remembering as a member of our rainbow tribe, the Kuichi Ayukuna. So that's in a nutshell what the Heart of the Healer is about right now. What I'm about right now is also continuing to express my wisdom teachings through online uh, uh, venues. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to collaborate in something together, merging both of our medicine ways, as we spoke earlier uh, in these times of, um, of shutdown. And uh, and great creative opportunity to adapt these c- cyberspace technologies into shamanic uh, service, which is pretty exciting. Um, and then also, uh, I still have in-person workshops that, I'm, uh, that I have scheduled in, uh, that are intensives, yet we'll see how the wonderfully unpredictable nature of life uh, shows itself to be, whether they take or not. It's all a matter of uh, being patient and just holding space for everything that is in motion. <laughs> to harmonize at a certain level that allows a window of opportunity to make that evolutionary leap to a healthier lifestyle on planet that will allow us to continue with our in-person work or not. Um, I'm also uh, recently in 2019 took a sabbatical from my work much of which included uh, returning to retrace my steps in Peru at the uh, ancestral um, sites, uh, ceremonial sites, and the mating ground of Camasca Curanderismo, uh, which led me to go back to Salas where I did my early apprenticeship with Don Celso Rojas, which sadly had been forgotten, him and his family. There wasn't one uh, living member still living in Salas. I did uh, meet Don Gastar Chavez an extraordinary elder, probably 82 years old now, that uh, invited me to participate in one of his community mesadas in Salas, which was a return to the old days. You know, he laid out a mattress for me to sleep on in his mesa room. And these are very Spartan conditions. It, the only thing left from Donceso's sugar cane uh, farm was uh, a dilapidated shack in which there were two squatters living there, one of which had uh, severe disseminated cancer, the woman. And had snuck it in there and, and everybody knew that they were living there, but nobody did anything. It was, you know, abandoned land. But that's how uh, destitute many of these regions remain in Peru that uh, 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 you know, um, ironically, have their hotbeds of Peruvian healing, of, of folk healing, known as Gamasca Coranderismo or wachuma Coranderismo, yet they are some of the most impoverished re- regions of, of the country. Yet the, the spirit of the people are remarkable uh, in terms of accepting that, yes, this is a stepping stone on their soul's evolution to becoming Uh, more uh, refined beings of light that are able to express love as the main medicine in the world. This is not the case with all of these uh, indigenous populations, of course, that I'm referring to, but those the furthest away from metropolitan and urban areas have maintained that same type of spirit that their ancestors, uh, you know, uh, embodied through their example. So, in my retracing the steps, I rented a car and drove all the way from Lima up the Pan American Highway, stopping off at every sacred site I could find. Paramonga, Caral, went up to um, Casma, and from there into Huaraz and into Chavín de Huantar, where I was able to Spend time face to face, body to body, with the greatest deity of the originating peoples of this lineage of Camasta Cucuruzachi, known as El Lanzón, this uh, four-meter-high basaltic andesite stone carving of a combination of a feline, of a serpent, and of a harpy eagle very fierce but a place of great shamanic initiation for the chaving uh, priest and priestesshood and it is there that don celso brought me into the tradition as well then i went to tucume to the pyramids there and to chanquillo and to well all the, the, the most famous uh, sites of the curandero tradition of the north that I had the privilege of going and doing ceremony at when I was younger. And I had the great fortune also that these places were practically empty. Uh, there was no one there. So I got to meet other, two other maestros, Don Pedro and Don Emilio, that I'll send you photos, uh, uh, Robert, of in which I was able to engage in two additional mesadas. So all of this brought me into a a, a, a return in consciousness of how special uh, these traditions are and how important it is for us to do everything in our power to preserve them and make them available to the modern Western world as a means not only of healing, but as a sadhana, as a spiritual practice, as a path toward a greater and more abundant uh, um, human loving presence on our planet. And that's in a nutshell what I've been up to.
1: Beautiful. And I'm going to ask you one, one closing question. In, in this segment, you talked about your, your trip to Peru as a return to the earlier part of your life. Also, you talked about it as a, a string of these, pilgrimages that you went on and some of us have the luxury of being able to go to places like that I mean not at the moment um, because we're kind of stuck in our homes but some people have access to travel in that way all of us though can find sacred places throughout the world and I'm wondering if you could just describe to us a little bit about why pilgrimage is important as a modern person living today why might I want to go on a pilgrimage?
0: Of course. Um, why is not the right word. What, how, when, and where is where we need to focus on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a matter of convincing anyone to do it. If Not doing a pilgrimage somewhere that has been venerated for its power for its sanctity for its unifying ability to bring people across the historical arc together at that same ground uniting us is the only way that we can unite as a human family pilgrimage unites us every step you take on an ancestral pilgrimage route you are bonding with the person who would walked before you and those who will walk the future. To me, pilgrimage is that. It is returning, bringing the past into the present as the possible future for humankind. And the reason it, it works is because there, you're out in nature. You're being <clears throat> intoxicated by the deities of nature you are being taught to listen to breathe to be present to just receive rather than do it is a moment it's a it's a it's an opportunity whether you come from a, <clears throat> a, a tribal affiliation that has a particular pilgrimage destination that is part of their of their path or not, asking permission to go to that same place by the tribal people in charge of that area, you will be granted if you go there with an earnest intention and with purity of heart. They will look at you. They'll invite you to sit down. Make sure to show up with some tobacco. Make sure to show up with a bag of groceries. Make sure to show up with something in, in honor of that. and. Tell them I dreamt that I had to go to <clears throat> the Blue Hills or I had to go to Cerro Blanco or whatever place you is in your your vision. You know, you must follow that. It'll help you remember yourself as part of the human family that has its roots in a very deeply honoring relationship with the living earth. And um and the stars because at nighttime when you're in these sacred sites and you're, if it's not too cold and you're fortunate enough to just be without ambient lighting and open up to the rift in the Milky Way, that is probably one of the most soul, uh, soul empowering and revitalizing experiences, a human being can
1: be gifted. What What an inspiring message. That is beautiful. Oscar, before we close, I want to give our listeners an opportunity to stay in contact with you. So if they want to contact you or Heart of the Healer, what kind of uh, contacts do we have?
0: www.heartofthehealer.org www.heartofthehealer.org you will see all the uh, um, events and opportunities for apprenticeship we have an extraordinary writers blog incredible teachings there ceremonial practices we are it's like a a a a, a smorgasbord but of very organized foods that feed your body your heart your spirit your mind and your soul check it out heartofthehealer.org. i also offer some of my teachings online through the shift network and through glide wing uh, and oh, and then you'll i encourage you also to once you uh, like the heart of the healer to join the universal shaman initiates page or the heart of the healer facebook page in which there's incredible dialogue among people that are practitioners, where sanctioned teachers are there to assist people with questions as well.
1: So much more to experience. Mm -hmm. So much wisdom. I really appreciate your time with us over the course of these three sessions. And I hope our listeners will take you up on that opportunity to learn more.
0: Honoring soul.
1: Thank you, Oscar.
0: Love you, brother.
1: Love you back. Thank you thanks so much. For everybody, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you soon.
0: This has been Cultures of Health and Healing with Robert Vetter. Thanks for listening.
1: Please remember to subscribe and rate this show and share it with others. Until next time, remember, your health and healing matter, and you can find your own unique path to optimum wellness.